0: Welcome to the Lightly Salted podcast. These are the readings and sermons of St. John's Lutheran Church of Park Rapids, Minnesota. They are offered so that the word of God would shape and strengthen you to be what he calls you to be, salt and light. You can find us at stjohnspr.org. Now, on to the word. For the fourth Sunday of Easter, also as I said, known as Good Shepherd Sunday, And so our first reading for the fourth Sunday of Easter is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, beginning in verse 42, it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from 1 Peter chapter 2, beginning at verse 19. For this is a gracious thing, when mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good, The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, dear Christian friends. Our text today is the gospel read before, especially verse 9. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. This is the word of the Lord. Some years ago, Robert Fulham wrote a book with the most interesting title, All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Well, this morning, I can say, all I really know about sheep I learned in church. I don't have any personal experience at all with raising sheep. The only thing I know about sheep comes from what the Bible says and what preachers and teachers in Sunday school and church over the years have have said about sheep and how sheep are compared to to us. And the summary of all of those lessons was that sheep are pretty helpless and not very. Smart. Is that the way we are? I mean, some people are very smart. Smart people put men on the moon. Smart people invented phones that you can put in your pocket. Smart people have have done medical miracles. Are people really as dumb as sheep? Well, when it comes to head knowledge. I would say that we're much smarter than sheep. But when it comes to spiritual things, when it comes to knowing God, and when it even comes to knowing ourselves and how we are related to God, when it comes to knowing our spiritual condition, then I'd agree that we are very helpless and not very smart. We need help. And God gives that. God is the good shepherd who takes care of everything that the sheep need. And so every year we observe a a good shepherd Sunday because Jesus is that good shepherd for our souls. Well, this year, our text stops one verse short of where Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. That's John 10, verse 11. We only go to verse 10. And we're focusing on verse 9, where Jesus said, I am the door. Unlike sheep, doors I understand firsthand. All of us went through several doors to get here this morning where we are, and we're going to go back out through some doors in order to go back out into the world. And and so that kind of coming and going through doors is is going to be our repeating theme today. We're, We're going to talk about that spiritual coming and going that we all do, like sheep who go into the protection of the sheepfold And then out into the pasture, we're always coming and going between God's protection and God's pasture through Jesus, the door or the gate. That's our theme today. Christ is the believer's door so that we go in and out to abundant life. The leaders of Israel were pretty smart. They couldn't even look up a verse in the Bible. They had to memorize the whole thing. But why did they understand what Jesus was saying to them with this figure of speech about sheep and shepherds and doors? Well, it's probably because he was talking about thieves and robbers who climb in the sheepfold without using the door. The leaders couldn't understand that they were those thieves and robbers. Now, in the Old Testament, God compared the leaders of Israel to shepherds. The abundant life that those kings and leaders, the good pasture that they were supposed to supply for their people, was to keep them well-fed physically, protected from their enemies physically. Physically but also spiritually to provide that word of God, that worship in the temple where the presence of God was to be found. But those leaders weren't really feeding and protecting God's people. They were enemies who were starving the people's spirits and harming their faith. And the Pharisees didn't understand this. They were very careful to keep all of God's laws And they were very diligent in making sure that the people kept all of those laws too. But faith isn't about what people do. Faith is in Jesus because of what he does. And so Jesus had just healed a blind man. And instead of worshiping Jesus as God because he could do such an incredible miracle that only God could do, the Pharisees accused Jesus of breaking the law because he worked on the Sabbath. That was against the law. But it was the formerly blind man who said, he has to be God if he can do such a great thing. And so for saying that, the leaders threw him out of the temple. Now, the temple was where God promised to be. So they were throwing him out of the presence of God. They threw him out of the place where the Bible was read and and heard and understood. And if abundant life for a sheep is a good green pasture with plenty of lush grass, isn't the abundant life for a child of God the the good food for the soul that the green pastures of God's Word, that the, the green pastures of the Holy Scriptures provide? And as sheep... Follow a shepherd. Believers recognize God's voice in God's word, and they follow it. So instead of throwing people out of the temple, God's voice, God's word leads people to God's house. That temple was also a place of protection. You could find sanctuary in the temple. You went through a door series of doors, actually, to get to that safe place where you could be fed. Jesus is the door, the door through which people come and go to find protection and pasture and back and forth between those two. Christ is the believer's door so that believers go out and come in to that abundant life. Well, what about us? I mean, one very clear application of this text, these words that Jesus said, is that pastors need to be very careful that when people hear us, they're not hearing our opinions, but they're hearing God's Word. They're having God's Word drawing them to God's house. And once you get to God's house, you continue to hear God's Word, especially the words of what we would call the Gospel telling what God has done so that our spirits are fed and faith is strengthened when we come through the doors into this place. But we also need to be very careful about the voices that we hear when we go out from this place. There are strangers that are climbing into your life some other way than through Jesus, through the door, and the warning about from Jesus about fleeing from those voices is still very valid. This is where we are actually a lot like sheep. A sheep' main enemy is a coyote, and a sheep can't win in a fight against a coyote, so they run. Coyotes are a lot faster than sheep, so they lose then too. The Lord warns us about our enemies, the devil, the world, and even our own sinful flesh. They're always speaking. Don't listen. But we do. Sheep follow the herd. That's where we're like sheep. Remember when we were kids and we did something because everybody else was doing it? Remember what our mother said? She asked, if everybody else jumped off a cliff, would you jump off too? And of course, we knew the correct answer was yes. Or the correct answer was no. But, but we're actually kind of thinking in, in ourselves, of thinking, actually, if everybody else jumped off a cliff, I would too. Like sheep, we follow the flock. We are attacked by the enemies of faith. And we run, but we're not fast enough. And lastly, Jesus says, he doesn't say, I am a door. He says, I am the door. There's no other way to spiritual life, eternal life. But more and more voices keep saying that there are other doors besides Jesus. Recent surveys show that almost half, 48% of Americans today believe that a person can earn their way to heaven some other door than Jesus. And only about 35% believe that salvation is through faith in Christ alone. I actually tried to find statistics for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod because I remember seeing a number recently that many of our own people who believe that the Bible is that voice of God, also think that being good is another door to the abundant life. But Christ is the believer's door, so that we go in and come out to that abundant life. And not only is Jesus the door, but he is a door that is well-marked. Going in and out through Jesus is the way of certainty and confidence. Jesus said, If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. There's no if and buts or maybes about it when Jesus says that we will be saved through him. In biblical times, We are told that some of the sheepfolds didn't even have a door or a gate like is pictured on our slide. The shepherd himself was the door, standing in that space, even sleeping in that doorway. The idea was, if you want to get to my sheep, you're going to have to go through me. If you want to harm my sheep, it'll be over my dead body. And that actually happened with our good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. But now, alive again, Jesus is that everlasting door. Only through Jesus, through the door, is there abundant life for believers. And the way Jesus said that means that people keep on having this abundant life, this surplus of life, more than is necessary. That's eternal life, more than just food and protection, but souls fed and protected forever. You know, that was even reflected in the songs that people sang. When they would go to the temple, they would be walking together on the roads to Jerusalem, and they would sing from the Psalms. And one of those songs is Psalm 121, which ends The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. That's the coming and going that Jesus said in our text, If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Go in and out and find pasture. Jesus is the believer's door so that we go in and out to that abundant life. So what about us? Jesus is the door for our coming in and our going out. We call this area of the church, the sanctuary, a place of safety. And we still come in here to hear the word, the voice of God in worship. We, we come to God's house to study the scriptures, to hear God's voice. But guess where we put those words that I just said from the psalm about God going out and coming in this time and forevermore? You'll actually find them in the hymnal on page 270 in the baptism service. It isn't just you're baptized and now that's done and good. No, that's the beginning of that coming in and going out, coming into God's word of study and worship, going out into the world with that word of witness, coming in to be fed and strengthened, wearing ourselves out for the word of God. And so that Baptized life of a child of God is a continual coming and going to God's Word. It's dying and rising daily with Christ to walk in this new and abundant life. And the words, the voice of Jesus, lead us to that abundant life of faith now and glorious sight forever. So Christ is the believer's door so that we come in and go to eternal life. All I really know about sheep, I learned in church. And one of those sheep stories told by a a pastor who actually saw it in the Holy Land was of a shepherd who had a, a special sound, a special unique call that lasted 10 seconds and that he repeated about every 40 seconds so that his flock always knew that he was with them, that they were safe. There's a song in our hymnal. Listen, listen, God is calling. Through his word inviting, offering forgiveness, comfort, and joy. Amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to Lightly Salted. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at stjohnspr.org or look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Our thanks to Eric Medeas at soundimage.org for morning dew. God's blessings.